Welcome to CareerPod, brought to you by Transition Solutions. Your host for today's episode is Russell Kaplan, a senior member of the Transition Solutions team, and today he's hosting his first episode. Russell talks with Steve Ippolito, a loss prevention executive, a role previously known as perhaps security or asset protection. Steve talks about the evolution of the function, talks about his career, the impact that technology and other social changes has had on the risk factors in the retail environment. You'll find it a fascinating inside glimpse into the role of a loss protection executive and how he built his career in the changing nature of the retail industry and our society. Welcome to CareerPod. On today's installment, we'll be speaking with Steve Ippolito, a highly experienced and accomplished loss prevention executive. Hello, Steve. How are you today? Good, Russell. How are you? Just fine. So, Steve, how did you get into the loss prevention profession? What influenced you in making the decision? You know, Russell, that's a great question. And um, as I was going through school, um, high school, uh, I always wanted to be a, a state police officer here in Massachusetts. And that really kind of was in the back of my head as that's the career path that um, I want to take. So when I was going through college, um, I got a job at Stop and Shop. Um, all of a sudden, this gentleman comes walking in and he says, hey, I understand that uh, you're studying criminal justice. And I said, yeah, I am. He says, what's your, what's your goals? And I told him I wanted to be a uh, a police officer, and he said, well, let me uh, uh, just get you interested in seeing how retail works. So I was intrigued by that. So make a long story short on that, um, I uh, took a position, uh, left the meat department, and started my LP career as a store detective. And I was working for a a company uh, called Bradley's, and Uh, It was here in in Massachusetts, and um, I really, really enjoyed it. It was uh, very fulfilling. And and what about the the work made it fulfilling? You know, it's it's something that uh, during my entire career, especially in the early days, um, it was uh, something new every single day. And that was very interesting because it kept me motivated to keep on moving because every single day that I went to work, first of all, I loved every single day I went to work um, because it was a a, a great opportunity. But more importantly, like I said, something new crossed your, uh, your desk or where you were working every single day, and it became a challenge. And to, to fulfill what you do as a, uh, as a career executive, uh, you look for those challenges because at the end of the day, you want to be able to say, uh, I accomplished what I wanted to do, and, and the day was a good day. Um, there's also a, a saying that um, uh, one of the HR people in my career always said to me is, uh, basically, out of the uh, the five working days a week, if you have three good days, you had a good week. So that was kind of a, a thing that stuck in the back of my head that um, I want to try to make every day a good day. But for the most part, um, you know, if you have three, then you're you're on a good week. 
That that's great. And so, sort of in line with that, what were the early years like on a day to day basis? So when I got my first job um, with uh, it, within the loss prevention uh, field, I started at the bottom. I started as a uh, uh, store detective working part-time, uh, like I said, while I was going through school. And what that was is just uh, apprehending uh, shoplifters. Back then, um, that was what uh, uh, most retailers uh, put in their locations to protect their their assets. And uh, that was basically, uh, when I say assets back then, that was the merchandise. That has all changed, and I know we're going to talk about what has changed uh, down the road. But protecting companies' assets was protecting the merchandise and keeping shortage under control. So that was basically um, what I did the uh, the first couple of years while I while I was going through school. When I graduated, um, I then was uh, promoted into a management role of running. Um, one of the uh, locations. And that meant that the store detectives were reporting to me. So um, that was very, very fulfilling because now you, uh, you've done the, uh, uh, the apprehension piece of it, but now you're going to be dealing with the management side of, uh, of the business, uh, making sure that uh, all of the different aspects of, of what you're doing coincides with uh, what the uh, company is, uh, what the company directives were. So that was very, very, um, you know, enlightening to me. So that's where, um, you know, the day-to-day stuff uh, kind of came in that, um, you know, you're, you would be dealing with the management piece of uh, all of the uh, uh, aspects of not only loss prevention, but again, the company's goals. So it was very, very uh, uh, intriguing. And even in those days, um, while you said much of your time was spent um, apprehending shoplifters, how big an issue were the associates at the uh, at the stores? Yeah, you know, you, you've got um, uh, there are three components to any type of loss prevention program. You've got your external uh, issues, you've got your internal issues, which you're alluding to, and then you've got all your uh, what we uh, refer to as paperwork and um, mistakes that are, are certainly made that would create shortage. But internally, it's a big problem. Um, in my earlier days, uh, it was uh, uh, not as big. The shoplifting piece of it was uh, more um, uh, from a percentage standpoint. Back then, it was probably 65% uh, was shoplifting and then maybe uh, a 30% of internal and the rest would be your paperwork errors. So uh, but internal theft uh, plays a, a major role um, in any uh, loss prevention program. So that's something that, you know, early in my career I had to deal with and, get, and had to learn how to be able to deal with uh, associates that were, um, you know, taking from, from the company. Um, that's hard because sometimes you're working day to day with these people uh, within these buildings um, and, you know, you just... Uh, uh, you know, feel for them, but um, people make mistakes. Uh, people, uh, you know, it's not that they're bad people, but some people do make mistakes, and you have to deal with that. And uh, one of the things that I did in my career is I treated everybody with the utmost respect. 
because of that, you know, that I did not want uh, someone who made a mistake uh, and, you know, is probably going to pay the rest of their life for that because uh, if, in fact, you do get prosecuted and you're an adult, uh, that does travel with you. Uh, but you need to treat people with respect. Well, as you talked about, you know, really learning these aspects, did you have any particular mentors or were there any type of resources available to you back then to really to grow and learn or was it really learning on the job? Most of it was learning on the job, but yes, there were a handful of people that uh, were a big influence uh, on my career. Um, so, but you know what you need to do is you need to take all different, um, uh, the goods of all of those people and try to formulate in your head what type of uh, LP executive uh, do you want to be? Because everybody has a different way of, uh, of handling, um, you know, their careers or whatever. But um, I did have a couple of people, um, you know, that, uh, that did uh, help me, uh, you know, quite a bit. And what I did with that is I, uh, I really just took everything from them, all the information and, you know, you process it and then you decide, all right, how do I want to handle uh, how um, an associate should be treated or how to deal with management in meetings and how to uh, make sure that you're getting your point across in a way in which that it's going to be perceived as a benefit not only to uh, the LP program, but certainly within um, you know retail, there are so many aspects of it. You have to make sure that you balance it that it's not just, well, you know, we're going to put in and we're going to tie down all of this merchandise or we're going to put in these systems that work. Um, well, they work from a loss prevention standpoint, but they may not work from a customer service standpoint or any other uh, aspects of, of the business. So you're going to be a balance. You have to have a balanced approach uh, when you're um, uh, putting in, you know, different policies or uh, implementing policies. Uh, so uh, what you need to do is make sure that the things that you're presenting are going to work uh, and they're going to work well within um, the confines of, of your establishment. Well, great. And so um, going forward then, um, you've had a long and successful career. What, 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 has, what has made you successful? How were you able to advance your career uh, throughout the years? Well, you know, there's uh, uh, the loss prevention um, industry itself. It's a small group of people. And when I say small, meaning that uh, most people know um, everybody um, in, in, this, uh, in this industry. So networking is a huge uh, factor within, um, you know, the LP community. So um, I did a lot of networking uh, and making sure that uh, what other people are thinking of doing or are doing um, is a, a good fit for where I was in my career. Um, and just making sure that uh, all of the, um, uh, the different aspects of it are, uh, are available. Um, and so networking would be uh, number one. Uh, and also continuing with... Um, your education on, uh, you know, different uh, areas of, uh, of loss prevention that are, are going to be coming down the pike. Uh, a perfect example is um, right now uh, facial recognition is 
uh, on everybody's mind, and the technology there is is great, uh, but it's not where it should be from from a loss prevention standpoint at this point. But uh, you know it's going to be happening. You know that that is going to change how uh, LP is going to be handled down the road. So what you need to do is to be sure that um, even though you're not utilizing it at this point, someday you may be having a piece of that in your um, your loss prevention toolbox, uh, and you've got to be on top of that so that when that decision is ready to be made, boom, you're ready to um, uh, go after it because you know all the different aspects of it. Great. And I do want to talk about talk technology in just a few minutes, but just going back to, to your career path and and your successful advancing through the career, can you give me some, some specific examples of really how you were able to move from one company to another and then really advance within um, your long-term company? Yeah, you know, um, and that that's a great question. And uh, what you need to do is, again, you need to be on top of your game. Um, and you need to also uh, know what is going to be um, the next thing that the company is going to be uh, asking you to do. Uh, you always have to think ahead. It's, it's great to be in the moment and do a great job in what you're doing. But um, what I did in my career is I always wanted to be one step ahead. Um, so, it, you know, if, if you're, you're working in an environment where um, there are different things going on within uh, that building or within that company, uh, you've got to know every, every piece of it. So um, I made it a point to be able to sit down with all aspects of the business. So I know exactly what um, they're up against so that when I'm thinking from an LP perspective, I also have to take into account you know, how is marketing? How is customer service going to be dealing with this? How is visual going to be dealing with this? Uh, you know, when you're, when you're making a decision on um, merchandise pl- uh, placement uh, in, uh, in a location, uh, you don't want to be putting uh, merchandise right at the front of the store that could be easily uh, shoplifted and, and taken out. But again, we have to sell the merchandise. You don't want it in the back room tied up. Uh, where people can't uh, touch it, feel it, and and buy it. So uh, here's where that balance comes into play again, where um, you need to know uh, what the company's goals are and uh, how that's going to uh, impact what you're going to be doing uh, from an L- LP perspective. And another perfect example of that is um, uh, I had a very long um, stand, uh, stand with uh, Talbot's. Um, I was there 30 years as their uh, director of LP and had other responsibilities also. Um, But one of the things I learned there is that from a customer service standpoint, um, the uh, the upper management uh, during the whole stay there did not want to uh, put any um, security devices on merchandise. They wanted to be unique. They wanted to stand alone that when you come in that um, you're not going to have to deal with those things. They work. The, the, the systems do work, but they said no. So um, that that kind of tied a hand behind my back. But what I did is uh, with the other hand, I made sure that all the other aspects of our program were protecting uh, what we needed to protect. 
and we were very, very successful in doing that. So, um, you know, when you're throwing, throwing a curveball like that, you know what uh, the company's philosophy is, you deal with it, and you make the right decisions to make sure that um, you're going to, um, uh, you know, help that company in their goals. So that's, uh, that's critical. Great. And, and so I, I understand that you've been very involved in your professional associations. How has that impacted upon your career or added to your uh, being successful in your career? Yeah, and again, that's a, that is a great question. Yes, uh, I've been um, involved with uh, uh, several uh, different organizations um, that enhanced uh, all of what, what I was doing. Um, an example would that be is that um, uh, about uh, 30 years ago, I put together what is called the specialty retailing group. We called it SRG. And what that was is a, um, about 25 LP executives uh, would get together for uh, a three-day um, session, and we would go to different companies, um, and they would host it. And we would just sit around a table and discuss benchmarking and um, understanding what the problems are of each of um, the areas in which uh, we're having uh, issues with. Um, and that was, uh, that was great because, again, that gets you uh, into the networking mode of, you know, what are other specialty retailers doing um, that are uh, uh, making them successful? Um, and then you could, you know, um, pick and choose what you think would be successful in, in your company um, and, you know, be able to implement those. Uh, within the company, so um, that was uh, that was kind of a fun thing to do, and um, we brought in uh, several companies. Comp- uh, people moved on to different positions, or companies, um, you know, uh, decided that they didn't want to uh, participate any longer. So we brought new companies on, so you'd be able to see even more um, of what's going on in uh, in the LP field. So that was a um, uh, that was a, a a great challenge and did wonders for for my career because uh, again uh, you were able to learn from all of these uh, uh, professionals. Um, the other piece of it is uh, the National Retail Federation, um, which I am still involved with, uh, even though I'm retired at this point. Um, and uh, what they do is uh, they have obviously different uh, aspects of. Um, of retail, but one of them is uh, loss prevention, and uh, they have their own separate conference. Uh, they have their own separate group of uh, uh, of uh, board members, and what uh, and I was on that board for um, a good uh, fifteen years. Um, and again, that's sitting around and talking to people about what you're doing, and more importantly, there what the NRS could do uh, to help us as an industry, a retail industry, uh, up on Capitol Hill. There are so many different laws that change um, that uh, affect our, uh, our ability to do our jobs, and they were a voice up on, on Capitol Hill. So we were very instrumental in uh, being able to um, uh, give them information that was going to change some of the laws that uh, were uh, around uh, shoplifting and internal theft and all the other aspects of, of loss prevention. So. Um, you know, my advice to people that uh, are in this career, whether they're starting, mid, or even towards the end, um, you need to be involved with as many of these groups as you can. 
because uh, they're, they're fabulous. Uh, the people are fabulous. The companies are fabulous. And you just really get a, a better understanding of, of what's going on out there because sometimes you're a little bit isolated within your company uh, because that may not be an issue. But yet um, six months from now or a year from now, it was it is an issue. And you've already got the information to be able to uh, nip it right in the bud and be able to go after it. Great. Thank you, Steve. So earlier you spoke about face recognition technology. So so specifically, how has technology and really other aspects of society impacted upon your profession? Yeah, you know, um, Russell, it it has changed dramatically from uh, the time that I was uh, picking up shoplifters as a store detective. Um, again, that was, uh, you know, uh, a one-dimensional aspect of, of uh, protecting assets. Um, ever since 9-11, um, this whole industry has changed um, uh, dramatically. Um, it is now, uh, when we say protecting assets, the number one um, is uh, protecting your associates and your customers. Um, that is the uh, the main uh, focus uh, with a LP executive uh, today. With this ever-changing world, with social media, with all the um, uh, threats that are out there, uh, those are the, the, the things that we will, uh, you know, be really uh, homing in on to be able to say that um, we have a safe environment. Uh, that's what's... Uh, uh, that's that's the critical piece of it. So technology has really changed um, dramatically, and I'll give you a couple of examples. Uh, you know, there's there's uh, the register systems that are um, in every type of retail establishment, and obviously um, uh, before uh, technology was was that uh, advanced. Um, an internal theft person would just uh, take money out of register and and uh, put it in their pocket. And if you catch them on a camera, then you'd be able to uh, interview them and you get an admission from it. Well, nowadays with all of the uh, new credit cards and um, all of the different uh, ways of, of of paying for merchandise, um, we need we needed that technology to uh, uh, to be advanced so that. Uh, we could look at uh, data and be able to say, okay, this particular person is, um, you know, stealing from the company and here are the ways that they are doing it. And the only way to get that is, uh, you know, through systems, through IT, um, through uh, third-party vendors who can, um, you know, integrate uh, all of the, the data and put it in front of you to say, here's your problem, now you need to solve and and, and go after it. Uh, I mentioned uh, facial recognition. Uh, that's going to be another uh, critical um, part of of LP uh, today and down the road because of all the threats that are uh, around us nowadays. Uh, we got to make sure that we are protecting our customers and our um, associates, obviously. So, uh, you know, active shooter, uh, active assailant, uh, those are all things that um, you know, you have to make sure that you are minimizing the risk to a company because um, you don't want uh, you don't want that phone call to come in that you know someone got to be, got uh, got hurt in your location or or killed. Uh, so you got to put whatever you can uh, uh, 
forward on that, but more importantly, the technology, learn it, understand it, and see what best, uh, you know, fits what you're trying to uh, accomplish out there. Great. Thank you very much. Now, what does someone need, training, skills, personality, to be successful, and what advice would you give someone starting out in this industry? From a training and understanding the uh, uh, the LP profession, um, it's going to take some time. Um, you don't really learn that um, in a book. I mean, there are different um, uh, classes and there are different degrees in, in, in loss prevention, which is great and fabulous. But the hands-on experience is obviously what you're going to need to be able to grow your career. And, and to grow your career... Um, the, the one thing that I would say is uh, the one word that I would use that uh, is critical to any LP person's uh, profession is balance, is understanding the balance of the business. And the only way you're going to do that is to know every aspect of the business and um, being able to, uh, to adapt to that. Well, sort of in conclusion, um you know, you had this great career, but much of it you had to really learn yourself day-to-day what was going on. For someone getting into the business now, are there, are there any ways in a more formal way to prepare for it, or is it really still the same? You know, get into a company and, and, and learn and move up through it. You really need to start... Uh, at a ground level, uh, you're not going to, uh, you know, walk in out of college and uh, be able to become uh, an LP executive right from the get-go. Um, you know, you you've got to really understand. Uh, it, you know, it's it's just like a uh, a, a baseball team. You know, you you go through all of the uh, the different education uh, factors, but then you know you got to start in the farm clubs and work your way up from, um, you know, single A to double A to triple A to the majors. And that's the only way you're going to do that is to work in those environments. So LP is no different. Um, you need to work in those envi- environments, learn every aspect of, uh, of the business as you're moving through those different um, uh, career paths. And then you can make a decision, too, on which type of a uh, career path uh, you would like an LP. There are so many different areas that um, you could um, advance to. An example would be is uh, auditing. You know, there are LP auditors out there that that's what they do. They they love the audit uh, piece of it. There are investigation pieces of it that, um, you know, LP professionals like. Uh, administrat- uh, administration pieces um, of the business, and then you, uh, you know, you have your um, uh, your executives that are, you know, running these uh, uh, these LP programs. Um, but you know, whatever. The only other advice I could give people is that you need to enjoy your job. If in LP you do not like what you're doing, then you either have to make a um, a decision in that 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 area to move in a different direction or just change your profession because um, LP, um, I know all the people that uh, I deal with um, on a day-to-day basis love their careers. I loved my career. Uh, Every day I went to work, I enjoyed 
uh, going to work. Now, I'm generalizing that. You know, if you, you're, you're going to be going in front of uh, uh, the board for budgets and whatever, you don't enjoy those days, but you learn from those days. Uh, but I enjoyed every single day uh, that I went into work, and uh, I think that's also um, uh, very critical to s- someone's success in, in LP. Well, Steve, you've had a great career, a great story to tell, and thank you so much for sharing, with us, sharing it with us today. Take care. Thank you yeah, very thanks, much. Russell. Thank you. Thank you.